Maharaj, you are mentioning that in 18th chapter, Krishna says that though it is so rare, you can definitely achieve it. Hmm? Krishna says you will achieve it without fail. Hmm. And on this statement of Krishna, it becomes difficult to get conviction on. Maybe because of loss of faith. Uh, that no. Because this statement cannot be experienced. What, what a person goes along is, goes along what, what he experiences. So this statement of Krishna is very difficult to experience or to think about or contemplate. So there is a doubt that remains. Maybe it may be achieved or may not be achieved. We don't know, don't know what is the reality and that's how it seems one becomes loose on the issue. So what can be done under such situations? Krishna says in second chapter of Gita, Neha bhikramanasoti pratyavayo nivijyate svalpam apyasya dharamasya trayate mahatavara That if one sincerely does take to the path of Krishna consciousness, whatever progress we make, Krishna will always keep that intact. But sometimes due to our previous conditionings, in this material world we go astray to one extent or another from the real path but still Krishna will bring you back eventually because you have made some sincere effort and whatever you have accomplished will never be lost so we shouldn't think that, if it's, that sometimes if sincere devotees or even if ourselves if sometimes we are diverted by Maya, that Krishna promised that it will, I will go back to Godhead. If I just take to this path, his promise is still intact, but it's being delayed by our own weaknesses, by our own lack of desire, perhaps, by our own conditionings. So that should not disturb our faith. Krishna says, you will come to me without fail. He doesn't specify exactly when. For Maharaj Katvanga, within one moment, he sincerely took shelter of Krishna and chanted his holy name. And he attained the perfection of Krishna consciousness in that one moment. But if we don't have such intense conviction and desire... It may take us this life, it may take us several lives, but without fail, Krishna will bring us back home, back to Godhead, if we sincerely take to this process of Krishna consciousness. So in this sense, we should not look, lose faith in this beautiful promise of Krishna, because we see that sometimes within our own life or in other lives, there are diversions. Diversions for devotees are really just delays. But there's so much suffering that will take place in those delays. More than the karmis, devotees will have to suffer during those delays. So it's better to not delay. Why should we cheat ourselves?
and why should we cheat the world? I have often repeated the words of one of my very dear God brothers who was very sincerely serving Srila Prabhupada and he became so dear to Srila Prabhupada and then because of past conditionings he really went astray and he was minimally, less than minimally he was serving the movement and he was just serving his own ambitions for many years but even while he was doing that Prabhupada said you're going to go back to Godhead because you sincerely chanted the holy name nobody could understand that but then years after Prabhupada left this world this devotee got terminal cancer he was suffering terrible terrible excruciating pain for months and in the light of that pain he just fell at Prabhupada's feet with tears flowing from his eyes begging for forgiveness begging for mercy and chanting the holy names of Krishna and just before he left his body with tears flowing from his eyes his body racked with pain he said I do not regret this pain I do not regret that I am going to die within days I only regret that for all these years I could have done so much to help my Guru's mission and because of my weakness I didn't do anything. That is my only regret in life. Krishna kept his promise. But do we have to go through things like that? Krishna is merciful. Our devotional service. If it is done sincerely. So we must have faith. Who are you going to have faith in? Nobody's faithless. Everyone has faith. It's the nature of the Atma to have faith. It is the nature of the Atma to seek pleasure. Nobody is, is exempt from that. It's just a question of where you're seeking pleasure. In serving Krishna or in serving your mind or senses. So where are you placing your faith? In the word of Krishna, in the word of the Acharyas, in the word of the Shastras? or in the word of your mind and senses. We should know when, we're, when we have a question or a doubt about faith in Krishna, it's because we're putting too much faith in our own minds or in the minds of others who are propagating all sorts of speculative ideas. Whether it's our mind or another person's mind, it's due to faith in our mind that we question our faith in Krishna. It's not that you're faithless. It's a question of whether you want to have faith in your supreme friend or your everlasting enemy as long as you're in this material existence. No one's faithless. Spiritually, they may be faith. We say faithless, but no one's faithless. They just have put their faith is no other enemy but your own mind. The mind is your worst enemy if it is uncontrolled. But it is your best friend if it is hearing the word of Krishna and following the word of Krishna. So yes, you have faith. Everyone has faith. But who? Analyze where you want to put your faith. In the selfish, exploitative mind that's dragging you through the coals of material life, birth after birth, 
or in the beautiful threefold bending form of Sham Sundar, who's playing upon his flute, calling to attract your heart to his eternal loving Leela, where do you want to put your faith? That is the only question. In the great Acharyas who have given their lives in the selfless service of God and humanity, delivering the message of God, or in the scientists, the politicians, and the propagandists who are simply trying to get as much as they can for their own personal selfish interests. Where do you want to put your faith? For an intelligent person, what choice do you have? You were listening to Radhanath Swami on devotionalnectar.com.